Hello, everyone. You're listening to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Now, this episode is number 96, and it's being recorded on Thursday, May the 4th, 2023, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. I'm happy to report that spring has finally arrived in Fort Wayne, and downtown looks extra beautiful this time of year. Now, on today's show, I'm pleased to welcome a returning guest to the podcast, and that is the City of Fort Wayne's Public Works Director, Sean Gunawardena. The city's public works department is incredibly critical to our city as they're charged with constructing, maintaining, repairing, and improving our roads, our alleys, our streets, our bridges, and other important infrastructure needs in our community. So we have a lot to talk about today. Sean, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Matt. Sean, I, I mentioned to the listeners about the uh, uh, about the public works division and, and some of the things that you do. Can you give us a little better focus on exactly what is public works in a, in a city? Yeah. So we maintain everything that is on the surface within the public rights of streets, alleys, obviously traffic lights, street lights um, we may, we also maintain about uh, 12 and a half miles of levees and flood walls which are pretty critical to protecting our city and residents from uh, from flooding events and a whole host of other infrastructure including uh, things like park benches um, other things that are placed within the public rights of way well one of the major investments uh, in, in our city. It's going to be made this year. You know, when I first became mayor a number of years ago, we were investing, I don't know, seven or eight million dollars a year. Most of it came from gasoline tax, our share of it that the state got. Uh, but over the years, uh, through uh, a number of moves, uh, supplemental uh, income tax and some other things that we've put together, we've, in, we've increased that investment significantly. Now, uh, it appears to me from talking to our controller that we're going to be investing about $48 million this year. So forty-eight this year versus $8 million not that long ago. Uh, that's a, a, what a, what a change. Uh, so I'm sure the listeners, and I, and I know many of them have heard that we were going to be investing that, that kind of money. What are some of the highlights of... Uh, of this year's investments? So as as we have since uh, 2014 when we saw the increase in in the, the the amount of money we invested in public works, we've been putting a lot of, almost all of it in neighborhood projects. Uh, our concrete streets, neighborhoods, even the asphalt neighborhood streets and alleys have been primary, <laughs> some of the primary areas of our focus. Uh, sidewalk construction as well as fixing existing sidewalk has been a priority as well. So, uh, and you mentioned seven or eight million dollars when you first took office, yeah. and then that actually went down to about, uh, just about three million dollars oh. in 2013. Oh, I forgot then, about that, that's and right. And then, that was when the the uh, um, the fiscal policy group was established mm-hmm. and we started putting in more money into infrastructure. So, from there we went to about 25, 26 million dollars a year, and today we had almost double that at 48 million. Mm. So um, 
when we first started out, our priority was to fix the poorest of the poorest streets. Um, and we had a tremendous amount of backlog that we had to address. Um, the focus has shifted a little bit in the last couple of years or so. We've gone from just fixing streets to, to creating more um, a quality of life amenities mm -hmm. as well. So we not only fix the streets and bring them back to operable conditions, but we add things like landscaping, mm -hmm. green infrastructure, or street lighting, just to make sure that it's not just a, a fix of a, of a broken street, but it is improving the street as well. Well, there's no question when you sit down and think about all of the areas of responsibility that the Division of Public Works has, it's, it's uh, quite a lengthy list. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that you're responsible for the alleyways and, and really just the past few years for the first time in a long time alleys were, were, uh, were getting some attention. For years nobody really cared much about them. Most of them were in the inner city uh, and none of the suburbs had alleys so a lot of people didn't, didn't even uh, think about it much less worry about it. Uh, so I'm really glad that they're now becoming an area uh, of focus. Uh, plus, a lot of the work that's being done along the riverfront mm -hmm. is public works as well with all the trails and, and the River Greenway and all of that. So you, uh, you certainly have a, a significant amount of responsibility. Uh, one of the projects or one of the initiatives that's going to be uh, coming up in the very near future is a signature gateway uh, out of downtown. We have the Martin Luther King Bridge coming into downtown and certainly that's become uh, somewhat famous in the, uh, in the region. Uh, but now we're going to have another structure going out of downtown on Spy Run Avenue. Uh, can you tell us a, a little bit uh, uh, more about that particular investment? Sure. So um, just like we did with the Martin Luther King Bridge coming into downtown, the Spy Run Bridge going out of downtown, they're both state highway routes. And when the state felt that there was a need to improve those bridges, we, we took the opportunity to put some additional investment in them and make them gateway structures. So we did the MLK in 2012, and this year we are going to be opening up the... Uh, the, 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 the Fort same, Wayne Veterans, yeah. Yes, the Veterans yeah. Memorial Bridge, and uh, that is the, the northbound US-27 bridge. And uh, the bridge is close to being complete, the structural portions of it are almost done. Uh, we hope to have all the uh, additional components installed and uh, um, plan on having a, a major ribbon cutting event sometime soon. Now, th th this particular bridge is going to have a, a plaza yes. uh, in between the bridge and uh, Hall's Gas House, correct? Yes. And that's going to be a sitting area. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it is going to be more like a, a, a reflective space. There's going to be some plaques in there, uh, um, a sculpture that will be opening uh, as part of the ribbon cutting of the of the bridge structure, and a flagpole, uh, which you know goes with the with the theme of the Veterans Memorial Bridge. It is being designed to commemorate the six branches of the military. I was uh, at lunch today. Someone asked me about the bridge and wanted to know how many branches were going to be uh, identified, and I said six, and they said, well, we only have five. And I was quick to remind them that, no, now we have we have six. We have a Space Force. Space Force yes. uh, I don't know how many representatives we have in Fort Wayne or in the region from the Space Force, uh, but my knowledge uh, at this point is that all of the branches 
are going to try to have representatives here for for that dedication. So I'm really looking forward to that. Let's just hope that uh, the weather holds. Yes. I know tentatively it's planned for Memorial Day yes. uh, in the morning. Uh, and let's just hope everything holds true and we can uh, we can get that dedication in. Now, what about the future uh, for Public Works? I know we just talked about the bridge, and obviously that's something you've been working on for quite some time. But what are, are there any other major uh, contributions that uh, to the city that we're going to be making in the Public Works arena? So one of the things that, I mean, since 2014 and the, the infusion of additional funds through various uh, tax increases as well as other, other um, um, strategies that we've adopted, um, we've been investing very heavily in public infrastructure, and what is rewarding to see is that I've been tracking the, the ratings of the streets, and the ratings have been going up. Uh, we are Good. at a point where from streets that were rated from um, poor to very poor, are now rated fair to good. Okay. So we want to get to a point where all our streets are rated good. Good or better. And, uh, yeah. Good or better. And uh, we hope to accomplish that within the next 10 years or so. And once, once we get there, I think it's just going to be a matter of continuing to invest in our infrastructure to maintain that operable conditions. Well, I know there are a couple of very uh, interesting projects that you're working on now, either through land acquisition or initial engineering. One of them is going to be a traffic circle at uh, Goshen and Harris, uh, which uh, uh, is kind of a interesting intersection now because Harris Road goes one way and it turns into Butler Road going the other way uh, and they're and they're not uh, uh, they don't face one another they're kind of whopper jawed if they uh, as they say uh, but still you're going to build a traffic circle there yes uh, yeah like I mentioned uh, Harris and Butler where it intersects Goshen is offset uh, Harris part of it is signalized the Butler part is not so it is actually a tricky intersection to navigate through, and we've seen a fair amount of accidents Excellent. at the location. Yeah. So we are going to put in a roundabout, and as we have been doing throughout the city, whenever we, do, uh, we build a roundabout, we kind of try to create a theme for it. Uh, this particular roundabout is going to be a, a Lincoln Highway theme, mm -hmm. uh, historic Lincoln Highway theme. So we are working with some, uh, with some local folks to to kind of come up That's, with some that'll be nice. right down the road is the five the new five points uh, roundabout and that's I've been getting nothing but compliments about that so that's worked out real well so I'm, I'm excited about that particular traffic circle and then also there's another one that you're working on on West Main down by the uh, uh, Lindenwood Cemetery in that area yes so that is where where West Main currently intersects, intersects with Leesburg Road. Mm -hmm. We are going to extend Leesburg Road down to West Jefferson along uh, the old Dimension Ford property mm -hmm. uh, right there by Sweet Cars. And where Main and this extension of uh, Lindenwood occurs will be another roundabout. Uh, and uh, as a part of that, we are also going to fix the intersection of Main and West Jefferson where it currently is a is a very oblique angle. Mm -hmm. um, so um, yeah, it's also very dangerous there. People wanting to turn left off of Maine onto 24, so they can head downtown uh, with no traffic signal. Yeah. Uh, they're taking their life into their own hands. That's that's for sure. Very, uh, very, very dangerous intersection. So I'm glad you're 
you're doing something there. Also, the uh, the railroad elevation there on West Main, uh, I understand that's going to be coming down as well. Yes, we are trying to work with the railroad to get those uh, abutments taken down because that's where the roundabout is going to be built. And uh, I think we are going to be looking at some possible artwork or something significant oh, very nice. that one as well. Uh, so then, and all both of those probably going to happen within the next couple of years. Yes, uh, we hope to bid Goshen Road probably late this year or early next year. Uh, actually, it's all the way around in, in Leesburg to, to be early next year, and Goshen to follow soon. Uh-huh. After that. Well, I'm excited. I think that's good. they're going. Both of those will be transformational yes. for that part of that part of town, and also the the uh, traffic circle at Goshen and Harris will kind of tie into the new uh, entrance into Pronky Park as well, right down right down here, or excuse me, right down Goshen Road. So yes. that'll be uh, it'll be quite the quite the uh, the project when it's all finished. Uh, Sean, one of the uh, areas of interest of Fort Wayne. Uh, has been to take a look at energy consumption in our community, what types of energy that we're utilizing, uh, what can we do to keep ourselves as current as possible as far as the energy sources that are available. And one of the areas I know that you've been working on uh, are, uh, is the incorporation of electric vehicles, EVs, uh, in, our, in our city. Uh, not only our city fleet, which has hundreds of vehicles, but also uh, a continued education to the general public about the value of having an electric vehicle. Uh, but in order to do that, we have to have charging stations. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about where we're at now and where we're heading? So one of the things we noticed uh, probably about two or three years ago when we, when we saw that uh, electric vehicles were becoming more and more popular was that in the Northeast Indiana region, there was a lack of infrastructure. And there was a study performed by the Department of Energy that said that if you install the infrastructure, people would be four times as likely to purchase an electric vehicle. So as, I mean, we've been doing so many things to attract economic development and businesses into our community. We didn't want the lack of electric vehicle infrastructure to be a reason why we couldn't attract people into the community. So we very aggressively pursued some grants. Uh, we got a grant from the Indiana Department of Environmental Management uh, through the uh, VW Settlement uh, Fund mm-hmm. to get about 50 charging stations installed throughout the community. And what we noticed was as we installed those charging stations, we saw the private sector kind of um, adding them on their own. Mm. We were in fact thinking about uh, updating the zoning ordinance to force development to install them. But I don't think there was a need for that because we see more and more people wanting to do it on their own. So um, the the success of that has become evident because we see the usage of the charging stations has been increasing. And we are going to try and pursue uh, through the IIJ's Mm -hmm. grant, JA grant, another um, grant for installing possibly 50 to 100 charging stations around the city as well. Well, if projections hold true, we're going to need them. That's for sure. Uh, Okay, let's talk a little bit more about about, uh, uh, technology and about the change in environment. You mentioned earlier green infrastructure. What, What is green infrastructure? 
So green infrastructure is typically something that we do in the public right of way to become more environmentally friendly and reduce the carbon footprint. The, the transportation mindset uh, amongst transportation professionals in the past has always been we are going to create a safe and efficient transportation network and not given really any thought to our impact to the environment. So it has always been um, putting in as much asphalt or concrete as we can. Mm -hmm. And there was always this perception that that was also easy to maintain. Um, but there were ancillary costs associated with it. I mean, the impacts to, uh, to the environment because of uh, the reduction of um, pervious ground with impervious surfaces, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that we are in a floodplain and, and uh, the amount of runoff that goes into the rivers and streams faster than normal is higher. So um, all those things had an impact on, on, our, uh, on our carbon footprint. What we want to do was to, first of all, we want to eliminate those areas of unused pavement. There's tons of areas where we have excessively long turn lanes or uh, go areas, mm -hmm. what we call go areas, cross-hatched pavement that's unused that can be recovered as green space. And little by little, we've been doing quite a bit of that. And the other thing we want to do is uh, take that first inch of rainfall and run it through uh, through an area called like a bioswale or some sort of a natural, um, n naturally constructed area mm -hmm. that will trap all the sediment and grime that is deposited on the roadway surface due to transportation emissions. Uh, that one inch then uh, of rainfall then can be cleared uh, or, or treated before the water will eventually run off into our rivers and streams. And that's kind of the basic premise of green infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been doing a lot of bioswale type um, um, installations throughout, to, throughout the city on various projects that we've been building. And we are finding that little by little, we are making a big impact. No, we don't. Are, are rain gardens still popular? Uh, yes, rain gardens are also another popular type of treatment uh, mm -hmm. that makes up our green infrastructure. Uh, I know City Utilities has been pushing that quite a bit. The thing about rain gardens is it requires a lot more maintenance, yeah, and we'd like true. to see them being installed on private property or off the right-of-way as mm -hmm. much as possible. Yeah. So, so climate change, change in environment in general, that has a significant impact on public works. Yes. So the biggest impact that climate change has on public works is that anytime we design a storm sewer or a bridge or a levee, it is designed for a specific rain event. What we know True. about climate change is that the, the severity of those rain events change. So if we designed a storm sewer, for example, 10 years ago for a 10-year rain event, if you looked at <laughs> the same rain event today, <laughs> that storm sewer is no longer designed right. for the proper event. Same with bridges and levees, and that can have a pretty big impact to public safety. So that is why I think the impact of uh, uh, climate change to public infrastructure is very critical, and we need to make sure that we are on top of it. Well, I know that you've spent a tremendous amount of time worrying about the future applications and how they're going to affect our city as far as making sure that not only are we current uh, for our generation, but obviously to set the stage for generations to come. So thank you for all the work that you do.
Thank you. Uh, and with that, that's really all the time we have for today. Sean, I want to thank you so much for coming to the show today. I really do appreciate your leadership in all of the areas that you have responsibility for. And I'm looking forward uh, to working with you on some other exciting infrastructure projects. Uh, so with that, uh, thank you to you all our listeners today. And it is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.